Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! So 
at this very moment, our hearts are with Houston. Unless you're Joel Osteen. Fuck that guy. Everybody's hearts are with Houston, except for him. Except for Joel Osteen, the fucking televangelist, who... Let's let let's clarify what what he does and how much he makes per year. Um, he is a fucking smiling son of a bitch on oh, TV every day, boy. just preaching the good word mm. uh, to people, uh, asking for a lot of donations. Sure, makes somewhere in the neighborhood of fifty seven million dollars a year. Oh, wow. Has a seventeen thousand seat church in the in the heart of Houston that has been unaffected by the flood. Not a not a fucking drop. Uh, has gotten through those doors. Sure. Uh, it's elevated. A lot of people need shelter right now. He's not opening his fucking doors whatsoever Ugh. to help out this this fucking piece of shit. Um, he shuts his mega church. Yeah. Shut shut that down and was just like, oh. Just to make sure that nobody and, and gets in there. To fucking, to, to rub it in, to really rub people's dicks in the dirt of like, hey man, Sorry, your your entire lives are destroyed. But you know what? I'm just going to send up this tweet to you guys um, that just says, "Our heart." This is from Joel himself. Our hearts break as we see the damage and destruction in our city. Please join us in helping Houston recover. Visit LakewoodChurch.com forward slash relief. So not only. Are you not opening the fucking doors to your own church? And this is three hours ago. We're, we're recording this on Monday nights. Um, show goes out at Tuesday at 8 o'clock for the Wednesday show. Um, we're recording this about 23 hours in advance of this drop. So I, I, I have a feeling as of maybe sometime tomorrow, Joel's going to open up his fucking doors. Because mm-hmm. if he doesn't, this is the biggest piece of shit move on the planet. Um to to tell people that your hearts are breaking for your, for for the city and what you profit off of every goddamn Sunday, um, but then on top of it to visit lakewoodchurch.com forward slash relief because you know there's nothing there's nothing like money rolling through your websites to hide. Sure, that that's really going to sure. help the people of Houston and line your own pockets at the same time. Right. Um, Tax free. He was one of the people, you know, I, we, I saw a story on him on 60 Minutes a couple years ago, right, right when his whole shit blew up. He was on Oprah as well. And I, you thought maybe, maybe just one time, this was one of those guys where you were like, man, just he seems like a good dude. Seems like a genuinely right. good dude. Right. Really just positive. Just a vessel. Smiling. He's a vessel for Christ. He's, yes. a, he's a vessel for yes. Christianity. Relatable. Nope. Uh, <laughs> couldn't be a of the people. More piece, a bigger piece of shit. The tweet before that, which is just because re- a lot of people are trying to read into this. There's a lot of articles about this guy. And they're trying to read into his tweets. Because um, again, he's got a fucking massive following. Just mm. on Twitter alone, he's got. You know, over six million followers. Um, but he says in the tweet before that, Jesus promises peace that passes understanding. That's peace when it doesn't make sense. Mm. You know what doesn't make sense, Joel? Mm. You not opening up your fucking church. Also that tweet. Yeah. Not n- neither of, of those tweets make any sense. And, mm. I'll, and I'll tell you why. If you're Joel Osteen, who is fucking televised every goddamn Sunday, really just preaching the good word up and down, telling everybody else how to live their fucking life. This this is the ultimate, the ultimate literal definition of practice what you preach. 
Right. You fucking preach. That's what you do for a living. So why don't you practice it and actually open up the doors? Not only just as a fucking decent dude and a, and a good Christian, if that's what you really are, but as a businessman, I would like shit. If this was my church, I'd want to open it up in the city. I mean, fuck, you'd be flooded for years after that of like, oh my God, mm-hmm. Joel Osteen, save the, save the city. He right. opened up his doors, let everybody in. Who gives a fuck if they destroy that place like the Superdome? After Katrina, who gives a shit if people are taking a dump in the last pew and pissing all over the carpet? doesn't matter, Joel. You'd become out like such a good guy. Your fucking, your church would be sold out for the rest of your goddamn life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just as a businessman, this doesn't even make any sense. Right. Uh, shit, you should be there with fucking white doves shooting out the doors when you open them up for people to come in and lay down. Like, I, I, this one is, is mind altering to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, forget that you're not a, you're, you don't want to be a good Christian or whatever. Cause that, that's exactly what this seems like. Like there's no flood. There's no nothing. They've put, they've taken pictures outside every square inch of the church on Twitter and posted them everywhere. Nothing. Uh, it looks like a, you know, maybe they got a half inch over there. Like, uh, it looks like they wet down the streets for, for road to perdition, like a Hollywood movie where you just want the road to look nice. Um, but as a businessman, Joel, Open your shit up. Do you know how much great publicity this would be for the rest of your bullshit from, you know, for, for here till kingdom come? You know uh, who did step up? Oh, your boy. My boy. And then also JJ Watt, JJ Watt with money yep. and like calling the NFL. Yes. To to take action. But then there's a lot of like drinking bros or just like people around Absolutely. here that are like driving their trucks and their boats all the, you know what I mean? Yeah. All the way there for relief. Tell me what I can do. Tell me what I can take. Like, yeah. So I, I don't. It's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. J- when JJ people- Watt was the first one to step up. Look, there's a lot of celebrities stepping up. Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart posted yeah. an awesome video today asking people to donate money and everything. And it's like, uh, like that's great. Beyonce threw up a picture. So, um, just a picture. She's from Houston. Houston native. Mm-hmm. She's actually trying to buy the be a part owner in the Houston Rockets. Mm. Um. Again, Did she give in? No, you know? no, not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. Uh, but she put well, up a nice picture. She's fallen on hard times, that one. But anyway. Yeah. Um, if, you're, if, you're trying to buy, if you're trying to buy an NBA team in that city, mm-hmm. one would think. Sure. Hey, man, just give a few, sh- uh, a few shekels sure. that way. You know? Sure. But again, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what her financial situation is like right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I can't, you know, I it's can't. It's summertime and usually the electric bills up in the summer, you know, it's hotter. Yeah. And she did buy that huge sprawling mansion. She has two more That's kids. Right. Like, you know, yeah. I, it's I, tough. again, I'm, I'm not going to fault uh young Beyonce. And they, they are, they are going through a heat wave <laughs> in Los Angeles. So, uh, <laughs> You know what? Let's just send prayers to Beyonce instead. Yeah, because I don't know. Again, I don't, is she going to be able to keep her lights on? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I get her whole situation. Um, but um, you did know Kevin gonna, Hart give money? Or did you just ask yeah, other people yeah, to give g- money? Gave money, asking okay. people to give money, all, all of it. Like, okay. uh, he's fantastic. Cool. Um, you know, uh, you know who else is going to be there? Trump's going to be there first thing in the morning. All uh, right. Oh yeah. So he'll 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 be there. He's going. Like his, yeah. his day isn't fucking busy enough. He's like, fuck it. Right. Let's go. Um, so he'll, he'll be there in the AM. But Joel, Joel Osteen just couldn't do it, huh? 
Yeah. Couldn't Shut do it. Shut the doors. Fled. Jesus promises peace that passes understanding. Just don't That's come peace into when it doesn't my make church sense. Yeah. because you guys are wet. Don't you're dirty. fuck up my mega million dollar church. Yeah. You're wet and you're dirty. Yeah. And I don't need you fucking my shit up. Yeah. Because okay. the problem is, I think I think old Joel is uh, is worried that they're going to need this for for a couple months. Therefore, mm. it's going to take money out of out of his whole shit. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But again, mm-hmm. when you're making fifty six million dollars a year, Joel, uh, you could take a couple months off. Go to the fucking Bahamas if you want. You can afford it. Sure. Let them dan- let them burn down the church. Who gives a shit? Um, you'll come back bigger and stronger than ever. And again, just as a businessman, like you, uh, you dumb asshole. Um, yeah, you dumb son of a bitch. Joel, I thought he was different. I thought he was different. Did he, did you? God, there's some things that I, that, that, that like, it always shocks me, like how Those dumb I am sometimes when I believe in, in certain people. And I'm like, ah, dad, I was really fooled by an interview. But who, who are the biggest hypocrites always? Who are the most shady, like, weirdest motherfuckers always? Are those big televangelists, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, pe- yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Obviously. So there's but something one... always dirty about taking that much money in the name of... Of Jesus, yeah. Yeah, so uh, you're always going to be a fucking dirtbag. But bag. this one, I saw those interviews, and I was like, ah, maybe. Mm. Maybe he's all right. Mm-hmm. No. 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 They never are. No, it's crazy. They really never are. They always have the biggest skeletons in the closet. They're always ever, like Yeah, do you ever have anybody like that that you've seen him in an interview and you watch it and you're like, "Man, what a, that seems like a decent person." They turn out to be a shitbag. Um, yeah. Hey, like uh, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Some somebody that's let me down. Yeah. Oh my gosh, somebody recently Somebody, Somebody recent, recently has let you down that you saw. Where I was just, just like, like uh, oh, nope, nope. Like something happens where I'm just like, uh, yeah, yeah, uh-uh, you're, you're fucking gross. Uh-uh. I'm gonna have to think about it. Yeah, mine back in the day. What am I like? I thought Mario Lopez, you know, was what? Like I thought he was a, a clean cut, you know, dude. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then he got caught banging prostitutes, uh, like the, you know, the week before he got married on his bachelor party. Yeah. With the Doritos girl. Remember, he was he was engaged to the Doritos girl, and I was yeah. like, oh fuck. Yeah. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> you know, Mario Lopez. Dean, who was the the guy that was married to Tori Spelling? Oh yeah, that's right. Dean, I, he's, he's they're still married, right? Yeah, but it's like been a rough road yeah yeah um i don't know why i thought he was a good guy like they both like cheated on their wives with each other wives husbands with each other and got okay. together but like i don't know i just kind of li- liked him i thought he was just this normal guy right and he just turned out to be a total like shit. fame whore piece yeah. of shit um kind of coming back a little bit but eh, it's too far gone for me i know that's not like a big one but stuff like that yeah, Where yeah. You're just like, oh, I thought you were like a good person. I know, and then you turn out to be a piece of. But again, shit. don't ever be fooled by by big like people that are making a lot of money off Jesus per se. Like, yeah, do they are always like that alone. Yeah, is kind of a shitty thing, right? Yeah, it's it's. So you're already strange, a dirt bag, right? Yeah. But you know, I I. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't either. Be like Bieber's pastor that goes with him everywhere. And it's just like this. He almost looks like a groupie. Right. But I thought he was. Thought and he was. It turns out he's just a fucking, yeah. He's just there to keep him on the you right path. You know, Katy Perry is a fucking shaman that travels with her. Oh, 
I don't. You know, like what 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 Katie what level Perry are you at in life where you're just one like, of the worst yeah, people? Yeah. Absolutely. Ever and I was under no assumption that she was great, but the VMAs pretty much like solidified my hatred. Your hatred your, yeah, your, your yeah. final hatred. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Taylor Swift's new song, huh? God, gosh, it grew on us, I huh? Uh, it's it's one of those things. I hated it, and I st- look. I hated I, it. I, I probably do still hate it. Um, but day one really hated it. I was like, oh, this is awful. Then they keep jamming it in your face on the radio all day long, and you're like, eh, all right. There's like kind of a like a beat like down the road like three minutes in that I can get into and then they just keep drilling it in your head. She puts out a sweet music video last night. And you're, and like, you're like, do mm-hmm, I like this song now? Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Taylor. I think I do. I think I'm like kind of singing it. Fuck. Dancing, bopping, bopping a little bit to it. Yeah. And she's done it again. She does it every time where you're no. just like, fuck you, Taylor. No, it's crazy. I like this. What do you think her real story is? Why I think it, why, she's a cold hearted snake. Why, Looking why, to her eyes. Why? I, why isn't she fucking married? That, is that real? Is that she is what you think? Cold as ice. She is business all the way. She is like. I've never met her. So I don't know. All I, again. This is all speculation. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I've yeah, never yeah, hung yeah. No, out sure, with Taylor. Sure, yeah. I do not know her, and she, I, whoever her squad is, keeps tight lipped. Like, there's no sources close to Taylor that says blah blah blah. Like, Kim had to, they had to leak that shit while in some feud that leak of her you know colluding yeah yeah, yeah. With, with kanye with kanye sure but other than that everyone keeps pretty tight-lipped and like i think she's grown up in it since day one i think her mom keeps her in you know in like check. on the right path and right. then now it's her she might go through some kind of britney situation because I don't see it. I'll tell and I'll tell you why. Like Maybe not. Like this, that when that Kanye thing happened for you know six or eight months ago, she went on a on a social media blackout, uh, like a pro, and didn't didn't pop up sure. at all. Sure, sure, sure. Like oh hey, but I think she's a cold hearted no. business woman. I think I everything that. that she does right. is calculated. I I think the sweet little oh my god, like that. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like it's really, I think it's calculated. You know, engagement is huge. She's known that from the beginning. Like, yeah, she's really, yeah. really connecting. Sure. And then she goes home and she's just like a mean girl. Yeah, I well. think she has her squad is all hot, all skinny, all famous. She has no, like, normal friends from back in the day. You know, a lot of pop stars Well, have... you, know, you know, it's funny. Lord uh, came out recently and she was just like, you know what? Like, everybody, like, they were like, oh, how's Taylor and your squad? And she was like, you know what? I don't even actually really know her. Like, yeah. We, we like took a few pictures hung, together. Yeah, and we hung out, a couple, out a couple times. Lord is like a real fucking person. I would have said that until last night. She didn't fucking sing. Um, don't. She she makes choices. I have to give her that. Like well, she confidently makes choices where she's like, I'm going to. I got her idea that she was trying for. It didn't work. No. But not everybody's no. idea that they try is going to work. But she when tries a bunch of weird shit. When your profession is singing. I understand. And that. you come out. But and the you VMAs don't are bullshit sing. and nobody sings. And maybe that was her comment. Yeah. Nobody's singing. Everybody's lip syncing. So why don't I just fucking not even sing? Yeah, by the way, we, what we're talking about, we popped on the VMAs last night, uh, the Video Music Awards on, on MTV. And uh, well, no, there was some good ones. Uh, Kendrick Lamar was fucking rad. Uh, like two, two good ones. Miley Cyrus was fucking oh, great, and uh, I don't usually say that. Homeboy, <laughs> uh, fucking uh, Silk Robe Jesus, um, Jared Leto, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thirty Seconds to Mars. 
Um, 30 seconds to Jesus Christ Superstar. That was a a great performance. Whatever the fuck they did with those camera tricks were were dope um, with the coloring and stuff. Um, And oddly enough, like, I watched his documentary. uh, Oh, so good. Really fucking good. And it wasn't, I wasn't like a huge 30 Seconds to Mars fan. Was it Artifact? Yes. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a huge 30 Seconds to Mars fan, but we had signed with the same studio uh, for 50K and a Call Girl Love Story for our movie as... Uh, Jerry Leto's movie Artifact and uh, yeah and they do such amazing uh, documentaries and then ours which was kind of documentary style yeah, so yeah, yeah. I it was the perfect company film buff does yeah they do classy shit um, they're all of their shit is awesome yeah uh, they're horrible people who run film buff but uh, whoever oh, come who, on, come uh, on. they are come I don't on. Know, I don't give a fuck um, uh, I hate their executives, but I, I'm, I'm sh- I think they're fired by now, anyways. Um, but but them, whoever they're they're uh, di- their head content, of, yes, yeah. head of distribution Fucking is because picks knows. them out, yeah. Because yeah. like for those of you at home, when you when you make a movie and sell a movie or whatever, you know you might talk to the exec once and then move on. They'll give you some marketing plan that they never really follow Stick through to, on, yeah. yeah. And uh, you end up hating them later. Uh, it happens every, every single time. But um, sure. uh, they, whoever their content person is, picks out the best fucking movies. And like, you know, ours was fantastic. That was, you know, the, the reviews were great on that. Um, Artifact and all that shit. And then, you know, when I'd gone in to meet with them, they had pitched me on, hey, dude, we got the new Jared Leto movie. I was like, all right, let's 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 see it. What, did they give us a code or something for it? I remember we watched it on like iTunes mm-hmm. or Whatever it was, something and, yeah, it was fucking awesome, so and I was good. like, shit. Um, and I, 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 it was a documentary about their band and the struggle of uh, trying to get out of a shitty deal, and then him being sued for like thirty million dollars. And uh, it, it was, basically was a look behind what all artists deal with, as far as like, oh, you're getting signed, awesome. Yeah. Now you're going on tour, sweet. We're gonna charge you for every single thing, S- yeah, and you when do. you come back from tour. You're going to be actually in debt to us. And it happens to so many people. A lot of people. And they were at least big enough and had enough money to fight it. But if you don't, you're uh, fucked. Yeah. Yeah. You're, 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 so you're thankfully, really they like, you know, came out against at, it, at, sued, at made the, the movie. Hour, yeah. yeah. At the nth hour, they, he climbed out of it. But uh, uh, it made me like their music more. Mm-hmm. Um, because and also it made me appreciate how many fans they have where i didn't know how fucking huge 30 seconds to mars was yeah I was shocked because the they were in like the little rio teeny boppers they, love them. yeah but there were <laughs> there was i mean they were in like rio um and there was like a hundred thousand people at their concert there and i was like shit um yeah but he looks what look he's always changing up his shit but mm-hmm. uh that little that silk robe thing or whatever oh. he was wearing last night like he was just like he, he was in he was at peak jared leto last night um, yes like he had just done yo like hot yoga that day oh, yeah, 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 yeah. um he maybe like took a gummy yeah like, he was very a he was ten, trying to read 10 off milligrams mm-hmm, yeah just yeah just 10 milligrams just to kind of start the day loosen up yeah. he put on that sequin robe and he <laughs> fucking rolled out with his bro um he gave a speech last he gave night a speech, but, for chester bennington yes and, uh, but he was reading a prompter and it looked like he was trying really hard you know when people are high or when you're drunk and you're trying to act sober you know what happened i heard what happened to him what uh originally uh it was supposed to be him uh, Chester Bennington and uh, Chris Cornell, and at the last second they caught it, 
So they just decided to go with uh, Chester, and people were fucking livid about it. Um, so I guess I guess it was supposed to be a two parter, and then they cut things for time, and then oh, uh, they also cut up like people's musical performances. Remember when we were watching it, and, like people's musical performances were cut in half, and they just went to commercial. Yeah, yeah, we just you were fade out. Yeah, and, like, and I thought oh, that was a creative. Okay. I thought that was a creative choice oh, of like, okay. oh hey, this artist isn't famous enough. Mm. It wasn't. They were running over time, um. uh, which. To me is a shocker because what the fuck else is on MTV at they let fucking at midnight? What what are you you're really you're really pissed off? You're gonna have to push, uh, you know the season four reruns of Teen Wolf on there. Um, come on MTV, uh, and they they're, try, they're trying Perry to turn it around. Fucking yeah, bits go so long. Why did she do so many fucking dumbass bits? Well, that, that's usually part of the gig. Not that much for that long. Yeah, like, and it's you know it's it's a lot. So it cut it's into the actual music. Yeah, having Katy Perry try all these literally. They, yeah, shit. They, they, they cut the the bands in half. Oh, I hate her so. Much. And uh, so Jared Leto, I'm going to give him a pass on that one because he was supposed to do a. Read some tribute for Chris Cornell as well. So I I guarantee you the script he got when they put it back in the prompter and they were like, hey, we're cutting the other thing and it was cut in half. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, fuck. Um, Got you. And those goddamn things. If you've ever been to an award show before, they run those prompters slow as fuck. You go to a rehearsal and like five o'clock in the afternoon and everybody goes and takes a turn reading it. And you can tell the guy faster or slower. But once you get there, those motherfuckers are asleep at the wheel. And like you can see at all these award shows, it's just going really slow. And it's just like, man, I, yeah. I wouldn't even read the, the if I was presenting, I would take. You would go off the rails. Uh, for, you, you can forget about whatever they wrote. I would. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. And then live. You might you as well curse toss. so you wouldn't get cut. But like definitely just, you know what? Yep. Thanks. No, we, we, we could have tossed that script right out the window. Um, no need for that. No need for a fucking script whatsoever. But, I'm uh, back. Um, you are back. You had a great show. It was, the last it was, show. It was amazing. It was so awesome. It was amazing, though. The first responders show. Um, thank you guys so much for letting me call you on a, on a Sunday night like that. Uh, I appreciate it. And your stories were fucking crazy. It was who, really who interesting. Boy, whoever <laughs> hasn't heard this show. It was episode 90, right? Mm-hmm. Episode 90, the first responders show. Go check it out. These first responders, I, I, I just asked them what their craziest call was. And... Uh, I, they, they were so wild that I, I just there were some I couldn't believe, and it, I think the last guy um, who showed up in the old the eighty old man who had fucked all of those pocket pussies and died, yes. and his wife pulled up his pants yes. before the the paramedics yes. got there. I mean, j- just some of the craziest stories ever. So again, thanks to all the first responders out there, and uh, thanks for doing that episode. I'm definitely going to do another one. I I put up a thing. Just like a blind post, and uh, you know, we got so many people. I di- I got through about an hour and a half of it before my phone died, because uh, for for time, um, some people don't answer, mm-hmm. but I'll still leave them a voicemail and say, "Hey, man, it's Ross." Yeah, so Thanks we'll call you the on show. the next one. Yeah, yeah. So we'll 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 definitely do it again because it was so fascinating, and there's so many more stories that I was like, "Shit, yeah. this could have been like a 12 hour show." Yeah. But uh, welcome back, Jables. Yeah, I just got a, I got so many. We got flooded with emails about. 
me as Jizz. Jay Boy is still gonna yeah. be there. Like I miss her so much. Like she we, makes the yep, show. Yep. It's like it's nothing without her. It's like all of these just right, like, right. Brr, like like so many comments. We got we got flooded as as much as Joel <laughs> Osteen's church. Jesse, you um, fuck. <laughs> You fucked up. That's good. I set you up. You fuck you. You fuck you. Oh, God. By uh, by the way, I'm starting to lose it on Rappaport. uh, Michael Rappaport. You're starting to lose the love? No, 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 no. My love is going down for Mm -hmm. Rappaport. Sorry. What happened? Why? Because he didn't like your boy, Connor? Yeah. And Dude, it's, it's like, funny though. No, it's bagpipes the whole time. It, it, here's the thing: Just it's like constant bagpipes, and, and, and that's it's fine. Really funny. All, like all of that's fine, but like him saying Connor got his ass kicked, like no, whatever. Not you, one you prayer take on a, this you earth. You take a fucking side, and you just like. Whatever. I guess. It was his guy. I, it, it's his guy. So Mayweather's his guy, right? Uh, but Mayweather's such a piece of shit. How is that anybody's Connor guy? Connor was talking so much fucking shit. No, no, no. Shit. I, I, but forget it, forget so about all. So if it was your guy. No, but but look, I, I, hate, I hate Mayweather. So throw the shit. So do I. But, but throw the shit talking out the window. He won the fight. He closed the fight out. He's 50-0. There's nothing I can really say about that. Um, I don't like, like. He lasted like he's a fucking. Yeah, boxer, I don't. I don't like. Dude. I don't like, like yeah. Mayweather. But but I, from the fight perspective, I can look at that fight and be like, yeah, it, look, he did his job at the end of the day. He's fifty and zero. You can't argue with what he did. He took on the best people he could possibly take on. Yeah, I don't. I'm not going to bag on Mayweather. I'm, I'm just not. Even though I love McGregor, but in a if for an uh, like you have to step back a little bit because I know you love Conor McGregor, but like you have to step back and like the shit that he was talking, the predictions that he was saying, like. If you are on the other side of it, and like maybe he had some money on it, right? And but there are people that are talking shit to Rappaport Floyd, of just like, we hate you. Yeah, but stuff. Floyd made the same exact predictions that it, that it wouldn't go past four. Um, it ended up to me, and it, look, it, it just ended up being a great, like a great fight, great entertaining fight. Um, McGregor's never boxed before, yeah. ever. Hey, listen, I so loved like, it. No, I know, but what I'm saying I is like, it. I don't know how you. But could, I don't have a dog, like I don't, I don't care. Yeah, but I, I don't, I, I don't know how you can hate or talk shit against that guy. Like, fuck, because uh, it's his job. He's like vying. My, for, that's my job too, motherfucker. Like he's vying for spots I, on but these I, like barstool yeah, sports and I, ESPN. I can be, and, but I can take a, like a solid opinion on both and be like, great. I hate Mayweather. Fuck him. But. Okay. He finished the fight out and won. So I can't I can't talk any shit against Mayweather. Um, you know, fuck it. B- both of them. He does it to piss you off though. I I, I don't know. Look, and if it's working, it's working, but he he's does definitely, it to like Here's the thing. He's definitely choosing a a, for, a side. Sure. And look, for people who cuz there's out of this out of that fight came a lot of Conor McGregor. Like Conor McGregor's a goddamn cult hero now. To go against McGregor you're definitely taking a line where it's just like, for oh, sure. Right. Like that's I not the popular see... choice because mm-hmm. Mayweather's retired now. He's all done, and he sucks. not coming back. He and... sucks as a person. Yeah, not, so and he's like... and he's also not coming back. Whereas, whereas McGregor is going to mm-hmm. come back to the UFC, and if it, let's say he gets in the ring, and this is what I my prediction, what I think is going to happen, I think he's going to get in the ring with all of this training for as hard as he fucking trained in boxing, and now he's got a new tool, a new set of skills. He's going to fucking destroy whoever he goes up against next. And that's going to even raise his persona even bigger, bigger and bigger and bigger. That guy like the the fucking sky is the roof, as Michael Jackson would say. Or Michael, Michael Jordan. What? Oh, okay. Michael Jordan I was like, what? Uh, Don't God. come at me with Michael Jackson. You Jesus. know. I, uh, I have to defend Rappaport, though. He liked two of my photos. 
He did. Well, he liked he liked two of your photos of you super hot. Like, um, oh, what? Yeah. What am I normally? No, no, no. But but not like none of you with your child. Just like, oh, hey, <laughs> cool. Let's like the two super hot photos. Listen, of, uh, I gotta defend him. <laughs> I've been down for rap since the beginning. I, look, but I, I, I enjoy I, I enjoy his you, show. We we have different opinions on shit um, for sure. But you see what he's trying to do, and it works. So it's like he's trying to piss people off. I guess I, I just the, the the line he's taking is the wrong one. Um, and the, the you may be right. You may be right about that. I just think it's really funny to talk shit because everyone does love Conor McGregor. So I think it's funny for him to like be playing bagpipes and just talking like the worst shit to Conor McGregor's fans. Like, I guess it's funny to me. It is an unpopular thing, but like, yes, especially with how that fight ended up. Like, there should, is no I think reason. He's probably going to stop now. No but reason. Like, somebody who's 50, <laughs> 50 and oh. Who, who a guy who's never fought before gave you 10 rounds and you're not going to yeah. like come give on. it up. You got to give it up. You have to. to. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and look, and again, I hate Mayweather and fuck, you know, but he won. He's 50 and 0. He retired with the greatest record of all time. He fought, oh, let he me fought ask everybody you he could possibly fight. I have I, I can't say shit about Mayweather either. So. so let me ask you really quick before sponsors, like, does he come out? Of retirement now for like no. special things. Are you sure? No, it's I, like the I McRib think, coming back. No, I, I think uh, he has the record. That you think that fight he's just gonna leave it. That fight was way too close for comfort, and he's huh. definitely okay. He, okay. To me, he looks like an older, slower boxer. He just loves money so much well, that, it, like, if it's the right dollar, he, here's the here's the one caveat I will say: if if he blows all of his money, then he's gonna be forced to come back. He's been known to. Yes. And he, he has he's been known look. He, he he owes taxes as we speak. Yes. So, so if if that happens, and that's where shit's going to get really sad, because then right. you're putting not only you know yourself on the line, but but your fifty and O record that is the greatest record in mm-hmm. boxing history on the line. You're going to and then if you come back at forty two, or because he's forty now, and let's face it, I, I could see him blowing this money within two or three years. Then he's gonna have to come back at like forty three, forty four, which is possible because uh, Bernard Bernard Hopkins was doing it until fifty one years old for Christ's sakes. Um, But but those fights were terrible, and it's like that's all you're yeah and sad yeah. Um, What kind of money are you talking about him blowing? Was it three hundred million? Yeah, it was the Pacquiao money. So uh, like how you no no this one right now. Oh oh yeah, this one he'll take home between three hundred and three thirty after pay per view. Okay, and so you're saying if he blows that in a couple years, yeah. uh, he is he's the first uh, after this fight um they said in Forbes he's the first billion dollar fighter um oh, to have nothing to show for it. Well, possibly. 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 It depends on what he does. So, you know, when you roll with an an entourage of of 120 people all the time and you're paying for all of their shit all of the time, I don't yeah. know how long you could last. I mean, you're in the hammer school of of theory there where it's yeah. just like, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, pack it up. And you live in Vegas. Vegas is cheap. Real estate's cheap. Like, dude, you're good, man. Um, you don't do anything. It's not like, I mean, I guess he does. He gambles. He that, gambles. That's a, which is a problem um, when you gamble that much in Vegas. Mm. So, uh, Oh, did he bet on himself as well? He tried to. Mm. He tried to bet 400. By, by the way, it came out. He tried to bet $400,000 on himself the day of. And, and they said no. The casino said no. Mm. So They were like, we cannot pay out. Any more Mayweather fucking bets, dude. Yeah, I we mean, look, Vegas. Vegas did all right. They ended up. They ended up 
doing pretty well because 93% of the bets were on uh, McGregor. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, because the odds were so high. Right. So they were, you know, everybody and their mother came came in, uh, threw $100 on the fight and was just like, all right, cool. Let's let's hope for 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 a miracle here and, and get paid. Um, and if that miracle would have happened, they said they said Vegas, the, the books would have lost about 18 million that night, which. Ooh. <laughs> Boss. Boss. Uh, look at us just jabbering on like uh, uh, we're pretty deep in two little two little turkeys in the forest. I know it's like I haven't seen you in forever. I know um, we need to get to the sponsors. Uh, first of all, our, our first sponsor is straightrazors.com. Uh, straightrazors.com is the finest shaving equipment on the planet. Um, if you want a baby, fresh, silky smooth shave, go to straightrazors.com. They've got those old school fucking tombstone style Wyatt Earp razors. Uh, and the kit's fucking amazing. If that's laying out on your, your bathroom counter, uh, you're doing shit right. They've got the number one ranked aftershave in the world. They've got the number one ranked cologne in the world. Uh, and they're, they're called Smolder. So do yourself a favor. Grab some smolder. Uh, grab some fucking smolder if you want to try it out. Uh, and grab a kit. Grab a shaving kit. Uh, make a nice gift for for a bro. Uh, maybe maybe a bro you haven't talked to in a while. Um, it's got some of the cool cool manly products: shampoo, beard 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 oils, conditioner. Uh, you name it. Uh, the, it's it, the best finest smelling products for men. Go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. Support the show. Go to straightrazors.com. Revolution. 20% off. Get some. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Oh, Jablais. You missed my sound effects. You missed. Yeah, I did. I really did. And my voices. Yeah. Yep. You've got honey in that those voices tonight, too. My voice is... Uh, Strike Force Energy is the premier energy drink. Uh, it comes in a, a tasty, tiny little tin pouch, and it's liquid. So you squeeze it in other liquids. It's not a powder. You don't have to stir your finger in it um, like you're four years old at a lemonade stand out in front of your house. <laughs> like Just boom, pop it and pop it in your drink and go. Pop La- it and rock it. Yeah. Last, last longer than five-hour energy, and you can kick the can. You don't need Red Bull anymore. You don't need Kickstart, all that shit. Strikeforceenergy.com will satisfy all of your energy needs. Uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. They ship everywhere in the entire world, and they have a subscription of the month club as as well as a 750 milliliter bottle that just sits on your bar top. And you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts and go. Go to strikeforceenergy.com, and again, use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Last but not least, we got at night she cries while he rides his steed. The first ever romance novel produced, Jables. <laughs> wow, you're you're really feeling it tonight. Well, you know, I need. I'm giving the people what they've, like I said, what they asked for. Millions of emails. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they really are. They like, really. I've are. never gotten millions, but you know. Hey, look, pick up a night she cries while he rides his steed. Uh, on just pick it up on Amazon. Just let's just make it easy. Yeah, let's, let's not even go man. into it. I know, barnesandnoble.com, walmart.com. You can get it everywhere. I went to Barnes and Noble today for a book. We're get, out. Yeah. Guess, Bestseller, yeah, we're out. I know. Mm. I know. Cool. Buy it online. We can, no, we can order it for you. I said, don't bother. Yeah. I'm going to order it from a different fucking yeah. website. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, or go to audible.com. 
it's the one of the the top ten highest ranked Audible That's books. That's the real there is. experience. It's the jam. It's the fucking jam. Uh, Jables and I do it. It's it's the funniest shit ever. I mean, it's fucking crazy. It's like Eastbound and Down meets like Deadwood. Um, it's fucking awesome. Oh, that's a great description. Analogy. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jobs. <laughs> Praying. Yeah. Yeah. Praying. That song is so fucking good. I know. And I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Look, I've 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 called it. I've I've said it before on this thing where I'm just like, man, I I hate Kesha, but I can admit a hit's a hit, and that's oh, a goddamn hit. I really don't like her. Um man, this this Hillary Clinton book, you you're in a book club. <laughs> I am. You're I don't like bo- to brag. I don't yeah. like to brag, but it I'm in a super cool. Uh huh. Because it's the coolest thing that you can ever do. Actually, our book club is pretty cool. If uh, it's possible to have a cool book well, you guys club, get, then I yeah, have. Yeah, you guys it. go to new places, you drink, you hang out, all this shit. Yeah, so man. I got a, I got a question for you here because um, okay. my book that was coming out next month um, that I that I wrote with uh, Matthew Best, yeah, um, about uh, his life was was originally supposed to come out in September. Still at the Department of Defense, um, so we got it. It got pushed a couple months by uh, Penguin, right? Um, which ended up being a good thing, and the reason being is Hillary Clinton's book got moved oh. up uh, to September. Literally, we would have been uh, right in the eye of this storm because it's going to sell a shit ton of copies. Sure. Um, and I, I didn't want to be going up against that shit. So I'm, right. I'm in a in a in a weird roundabout way. I'm I'm actually grateful this happened. Mm-hmm. Will this be a book that the ladies in the book club will read? No. Really. Because mm-hmm. um, it's uh, she's, we're a, we're a book club divided. On on politics. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, ladies uh, can go out and kind of like not talk about it. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I didn't figure women went out and talked about politics and shit. I mean, that kind of that kind of sounds a little weird. But I mean, no, we, no, no, no. I, could... I just mean like you guys. You guys have so many other things that you like to talk about. Whereas guys, you're kind of limited to topics where it's like sports or fucking. Uh, politics or you know because dudes meeting other dudes you know past the age of like 22 yeah is is always like a weird thing it's hard to find dudes who are going to become new new bros later on in life right for that reason yeah, there's yeah, a handful yeah. of topics you can talk about but truthfully you don't give a sure. shit you don't give a shit when you're at a barbecue and you're like sure. I don't, Dale I, what's your name Dale Dale yeah. I don't give a fuck about wh- whatever you're talking about at I don't Walmart it's just Super like Center, what Dale. team do you um, yeah what team do you like who do you got yep who do you got for blah blah blah? Who do you got for? I hear a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. your on, guys is um, absolutely. And, so and the, that can be in politics. That can be in sport. Who do you got? Exactly. Who do you got? And in the fall, especially now the football season's cranking up in three days. Oh, oh boy. Um, oh boy. Now it's even better because you know somebody went to some school or is a fan of some school or mm-hmm. whatever, and, and and you can sit down and chat about. Hey, we're gonna kill you. No, we're gonna kill you, and it's it's a it's a nice thing. Even at the gym today, three dudes. Strangers who I don't I don't know came up to me because I was wearing a hat college college hat Ohio State a guy in a mission hat came up to me another guy came up to me from Clemson and they were mm-hmm. we were talking about the season it was just like ah shit yeah I haven't had three other dudes come up yeah, and talk to me in a while it's weird we don't we don't really have I don't I guess stuff like that so we connect on other things right TV TV you guys all watch Southern Charm and shit like that yeah a lot of us but mostly it's like kids and you know I personally you know like to uh talk shit 
right. drink wine. Sure. Um, whether it's fictional characters, real characters, friends of ours, not friends of ours, enemies, whatever. Um, but basically, like I said, we can be like, all right, we don't agree on that and move on. Right. Do you know what I mean? I went to dinner with someone super liberal. Okay. Like one of those. From here like, in North Carolina? Yeah, oh, wow. Moved, moved here. From where? Oh, you, probably, you probably can't say. Moved here and okay. real liberal. From went what? From, to the, from up north or, or out west? Um, out west. Okay. And um, went to the marches. Outraged. Right, right, right. Every day, outraged. Sure. Um, unfriending people because of politics and all of this stuff, and asked like, um, so like, are you guys still like? Is it really like pro Trump? And I just go, you know what, girl? It doesn't matter. No one cares. Yeah. yeah. I just said it doesn't matter, does it? And I just like really like stopped the fun conversation <laughs> that we were having. And I just go, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't want to talk. I, I, it doesn't matter, does it? Sure. Because, you know, that's a, that's a, uh, a topic that's going to do- divide us. Right. So why not just be like, it doesn't matter. I don't want to talk about it. So You're not doing shit about it, by the way. I don't see you marching anywhere. I don't see you <clears> protesting. <throat> I don't see you giving money. I don't see you doing anything. So does it really matter if two white chicks at a fucking wine bar talk about it? No. Right. So let's just not even do it. So that's more of the, the stance that we take it. Where so, it's like, uh, if someone's really, really going for it, Go ahead. Let me ask you this then. So what if, what if she says at the next book club, hey, this, it's her choice and she wants to read this book. Hillary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll read it, but I, I like reading any, you know, you read stuff for different reasons, right? Yeah, like, I do. I just do. To, yeah, I, yeah like, I do. Yeah. Would you take a peek at it? Oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it wouldn't be too, like, really serious story because I'm sure there's all kinds of fabricated bullshit in there, but I'd take a peek at it. Why not? You got to know every side. So here, here's what I find interesting about this. Uh, tickets are good. She's doing a, a tour, which everybody, every book you do a tour for. Right. Um, and uh, That's she's, gonna be interesting. she's doing a 15 city book tour. Tickets are going for up to $1,200. Um, and the live show promises, she promises her audiences, uh, this is a, a direct quote, uh, her personal, raw, detailed, and surprisingly funny story and unprecedented uh, access. Oh, so I wonder if she's gonna find any sort of joy and or humor in this, or if she's still bitter. By the title of her book, it's called "What Happened." By the way, which to me it seems like, man, you're you're really still stuck on that. Um, what? that would be like if I named my uh my biography twenty eight three. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, but well, with like the Falcons blew that lead. Well, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Um, I try to, I try okay. to keep I'm it not, light. I'm not going to falter on, on, on saying like, that was a huge thing that happened in her life, right? It was. It happened to her. But, but this is well. also the second election she's lost. Exactly. So it's like. Could I, it be about both? What happened? What happened in my life? What happened in my career? And, and that 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 would be interesting. That would be an interesting read because I'd like I mean, to read it from. Is it a biography from, or is it, it is? just from that time? No, no it's, so a, it's, it's a lifetime it's a biography. thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So what happened? What happened with so her? So it says she's going to visit a number of states she's lost to President Trump in, including Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Florida. Uh, she promises she's going to let her guard down during the tour, 
and uh, she's she's getting back in the spotlight. A lot of Hillary supporters, like I, for the same reason that I would take a peek at Hillary's book, is the same reason that I kind of pop on like crooked media um, podcasts and stuff just to kind of see what they're fucking talking about. Right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what they're what they're pissed about now or whatever. So their main thing is kind of like, I would love to see her just say, I don't give a fuck anymore because she doesn't have to give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Like she's done. Yeah. You're never going to run again. You're no. never going to run again. You're never going to do anything like this again. So like, it would be awesome for her to just be like, fucking A, dude. Yeah. You know, and yeah. just really be like, this is what it was or whatever. If she that just, was her biggest critique. I know. If she just let it all go. Oh. Because who was the one? Uh, it was uh, Romney. When Romney ran, yes. he was so stiff mm-hmm. and rigid that people just didn't like him. They couldn't relate to him. Much Actually, much the same way with her, yes. to be honest with you. Yes. Um, and and it, only bad things would come out about her that she would like say in private. Yeah, and and say, and same, he, with, same with him. Yes. Like, like it, was, it was very similar. Um, yes. That they were just out of touch with real people, mm-hmm. Americans. And... Uh, you know, an odd thing happened where the 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 documentary came out on Netflix for, for Mitt, a minute. It's so good. It was great, and he was really fucking funny. I go, damn it! And this was as the election <laughs> was going on, and you're like, yo, man, I just post all of this shit. Then you're... didn't we say we were like, wouldn't it be great to have them each do like a documentary like that right before election, right? Oh yes. So 100%. circus in a way was trying to do that, but nobody let down their guard. But like. If you're running for president, like, and in the future, I think it'll probably be that, where it's basically, like, a documentary in favor of you or whatever. And it's your moments that, like, sure. make you real. And, like, everyone loves fucking well-made documentaries with good yeah. music and slow motion. And, like, you'd be like, oh, fuck, yeah. Well, the other, the other thing that I find interesting right now that I think is a new tactic, which I've never seen done before, is what Trump's doing with these rallies still. Like, in a way. Mm-hmm. He's still campaigning. Yeah. And like, yeah. no, no, he's no one. like a candidate for sure. Yeah. And yeah. no, no one is saying anything about it in the media of like, hey, man, because like that, that Phoenix crowd the other night, it was 29,000. Mm. Um, when he was there last time, he, he beat the other, but like, by like 5,000 people, and there were still people waiting to get in. It's like, all right, man, if you're just looking at the numbers, you've got, somebody's got to say to themselves, Fuck, this motherfucker is still campaigning. So when he goes back into these states yeah. and it's only he's only going to the states where he Long won game. or was or it was a swing state like Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Arizona, like closer states is where he's going back to. And you're like Michigan. You're like, fuck, man. Like nobody's really like raised a flag about it of like, hey, yeah. don't you guys see what's happening? He's still campaigning. And it's like it's very smart. And I've never seen it done before. Mm-hmm. But I think the documentary thing. Would be even better where it's oh like, gosh. hey, if right just before, put it up on your Facebook. Mm-hmm. Put it up on your Facebook. You don't even need Showtime or HBO no. or anything else. You put it up on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, of behind the scenes Make of like what you're free. like every day. Everyone's looking. I'm yes. always looking yep. for a new documentary. Everybody. If it's free somewhere, I'll pop it sure. on. Sure. I don't care what it is. And I think so, that would be a great thing for the candidates. And we were saying it and you were like, dude, why don't they do that? Like know. they have people filming them 24-7. If one of those people was like, doesn't make any had sense. a narrative, you just give them all mind. access. Yeah, yeah. I, I think maybe for the possibility uh, now of that hot mic situation that happened to Trump, where he's like, "Hey, let's grab him by the pussy." Um, that might be your they only still, concern 
but they still have the cameras on all the time. They still have press all the time. So yeah, it's like, but but they're they have they have a a certain allotted time that they're with them, and then they they're not with them. But so again, you know when the documentary camera's there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yes and no. Make yourself likable. Make yourself like. And I'm glad you brought this up. Yes and no, because like we have a documentary coming out at Thanksgiving. For Drinking Bros oh, right. yeah. Live. Yes, yes. Um, I'm currently editing that as we speak. And uh, we're well, sitting in the edit. We have an editor. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, watching the footage come through, I don't remember saying shit because the camera was on for days and days and days and days. And it's like, oh, fuck. Luckily, it, it was right, really that's funny. That's true. It but did there, catch. Like, yeah. There is moments where you're like, man, there was a sh- there was one shot. Uh, I, we were we were doing a live tattoo glory hole on stage, mm-hmm. where people we were calling up audience members to stick their arm or leg through a glory hole, yeah. and then get a tattoo at random. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there. Right, mm-hmm. you were there, but the audience was not. So yeah, yeah. I'm for for the audience, um, what happened was is word got word leaked, got online. And a friend of a friend told a fucking owner the the, the place we were performing. Police were called. A detective had called me, uh, said we couldn't do it or we were going to get arrested. Oh, yeah. All this other shit. And I'm I'm when I got that call, I, I was in a you know the bed in the hotel we were at um, with the sheets up, like all crumpled over my computer, looking up you know production notes for oh, that no. night and shit. And I was just like, it's the worst like. A horrific shot of but me and like why footage. people watch documentaries dear i know I'm sorry no 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 yeah. I, I i i'm not saying like that for se- that one we're always looking for that one second that you didn't yes think and You're so right. that, right. that that yeah, scene yeah, yeah. that that scene you know i'm not cutting and i'm leaving it because sure. it's you know super interesting and, yeah and it's in there but like you're like, oh God, Russ, you look like a fucking dirt bag. Just an absolute <laughs> dirt bag. And and it's because at that point, you know, you're on day nine of whatever the camera's following you around. You don't fucking know. Right. Like, I kind of just checked out of it where you're just like, yeah, I guess that's what's happening right now. So Yeah, the first yeah, you're right. The first couple of days you're kinda like, okay, and then like not playing it up, but you're definitely like aware and you're you're right, like after a while it was just kinda like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like because uh, the we had the two, I think it was like two cameras all the time, but we had one person that was with us all the time. A, yes, for what, our friend. What, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he keeps it low and on, and yeah, so you're you just don't know. Like, you're just yeah. like, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, I don't know what he got actually to be. To, to that's what, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So I, yeah. I think that could be the fear behind it. But he's good too. The, yeah, he is great. Uh, his name is Alex Miller, by the way. Um, he's a great DP, and he, he's he's fantastic at shooting documentaries. But um. But yeah, I looking at that episode of footage, I was like, eh, if they were following around the like the president all day long, Jesus, because you, after a while, you would forget they're there, and I, I certainly didn't. Fuck, you know, Trump's had cameras on him more than you know anybody else. So who knows? Uh, that that, yeah. that might be a little a tricky one. But I liked, I, I liked the circus. Don't think it will because he doesn't. Say, I don't, I can't see him saying anything in private that he wouldn't say in public. I don't see him like having some weird secret agenda like he puts it on twitter he put yeah, beyond that uh, i've heard he's very boring besides yeah. what he's doing tweeting talking to people about so i don't know uh, i don't knows? know if it would be too if he would be even worried about it he's like yeah. i was gonna fucking tweet it out in a second anyways if so you it, can go ahead and put it on a hype a hot mic if you want God, do you know how much money that documentary would make i would watch it i would too 
I would too. Um, and and the other thing too was uh, the the box office this weekend got crushed by Mayweather and McGregor. Um, oh yeah, what was what was? Fuck, I think that like the top grossing film was like eight million dollars. Was it anything though? No, it was like yeah. a, a holdover or or something else. <laughs> but um, uh, the weirdest thing is, you know what you know what entered the top ten? What the actual Mayweather fight itself? Because they showed it in like six hundred theaters. It made like two point four so million dollars. So people were going to theaters to watch yeah. it. And the only time that that's oh, such a long time to be in the theater. Or if you're smart, you just showed up for for the fucking end. I guess. Uh, yeah, the Hitman's Bodyguard, that Ryan Reynolds movie, um, mm. was uh, night. Was uh, ten, night. ten million dollars it made this weekend, which is a fucking horrifically low box office. Uh, I have a weird idea for a movie. You do. Yeah, can you just like bear with me for a sec? Sure. So I was listening to Polly Shore on Rogan. What? Mm-hmm. Why was Paul? Oh, it was his mom. No, he's d- he's doing some character, kind of like Sean Spicer, who's the guy that he's doing now for Funny or Die. Uh, he's doing some politician. You yeah, guys, I'm yes, sorry, I don't yes. remember the that name. Was it Scaramucci? I th- no. Something oh, like oh, that. Oh, Stephen. Uh, st- yes. St- st- Stephen guy. Yes. 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 Sorry. Stephen Miller. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 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 So he's kind of like getting back into the spotlight a little bit, but he's always sort of made these, he's always making these weird documentaries about himself and he's always like working on these things. He's working on a huge documentary from his like beginning to end life with his mom and the comedy store. I, I, I saw Pauly Shore so many... isn't dead. I saw that documentary. Yeah, and then Pauly Shore's On My Own. There was one that just came out that's called like All On My Own or All Alone or something like that. I think it's Showtime. It's good. It's really good, actually. Ah, um, good and he him. like edits it and stuff. But um, he was talking about just like really missing like starring in movies and like... He was like the it guy for, for a while, while. yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. getting really, really nostalgic about it. And I was wondering if it would work to do kind of like a wrestler type thing with him. Was it a good? Let me ask you this: Was that was that Rogan interview good with him? He's always good. R- Polly Shore is always good. Yeah, he's just like fucking. I, I don't know. Like he's really open about stuff. He's really honest. He was just like, yeah, I fucking miss it. Like I went. He's like, I was in an Adam Sandler movie recently and I was just fucking pissed that he was starring in it and I wasn't. And I love him and he's a great friend, but like I have that feeling and like I would totally feel that way. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, real, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like sure, if you're sure. a guy like him and you were like on top of the world, Sandler was this little motherfucker coming up, right? right. And now you're just like happy to get a one line in his movie. Right, right. Um, just really honest about that kind of stuff because he can be. He has a fucking mansion in the hills. He has fucking money. Like, yeah, he I, doesn't have to. You know, he lives in Silver Lake in a little apartment because the house is too big for him. He rents it out. He leases it out. His mansion is too big for him to you live. Know, you know, it's funny. He so uh, he called. Man, I did a movie in. I want to say it was 2010. I don't, it might have been Pool Boy. And uh, he, they, he, somebody had called uh, from his his office, uh, his agent's office, and they okay. called casting, and they said, uh, "Dude, Polly would would love to do. He would love, love to do something to work with him, crazy like this." And I was like, "Polly, sure." Isn't that and crazy? he goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "He goes." Uh, the casting director was a man. He goes, uh, "Yeah, man." And he goes, uh, "You know, he said you can just come up to the house and hang, and he'll, he'll chat with you about the script." And I was like, "What?" 
And he was like, like, yeah, come over to his house. and Like, like his mansion with like Mitzi yeah, and it, stuff? No, it, he had a house in the hills with a pool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know how big it was or not, but yeah. um, apparently, like according to the casting directors, they were like, yeah, man, you know, he throws a lot of parties up there and he's just a good dude. And like, uh, you know, he has people over all the time. And I was like, oh, all right, well, that's weird. I was like, he doesn't really fit this, but I didn't, I didn't did know. Did you go? No, I did not go. Oh. I didn't go. Well, I didn't know. I, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just, I had the image of Polly Shore with all that other shit. And it's like, you know, he's I, I been know. constantly doing, like I said, constantly doing stand up. He, you might want to check out the newest documentary that he did. Like I said, he uh, had the crew edit it himself. He's doing all these documentaries and he's good at it. But, um, and he's funny and he's just so like, he's, Polly, I don't know. I'll give, like, I'll he's give him got, another shot. I'll, I'll, I'll listen over, to that Rogan interview. He's gotten over the weasel shit. He's very open about that. He's like, weasel was cool for a second, and then it started annoying people, and I made the wrong choices and whatever. It's not, and it's not depressing. He's just being very like, you know, this is what happened, and now I'm, you know, and I've I've always been working, and he always has the store, comedy store, like sure, that's his basically now. Yeah. Yep. Um, but. If he and he was just like, I just want to act. I love acting. Like I just want to be in movies. Like no matter what it is, I just want to do it. And I'm like, if I was a writer, which I'm not like very good, but I would write a wrestler type movie for Polly Shore, and have it like in that same way where it's like this guy. You know what I mean? You know, in the same I, way I that think, Mickey right, Rourke. So so just talking this out loud, I think yeah. this would be best served as like a half hour extras type of show okay where it's he's playing himself just not to come gonna back. be super funny but it's not gonna you be super depressing yeah. either I, look you could go you either, I mean? yeah you could go either way with that because that's exactly how he's coming off to me is just like not depressing just real and refreshingly open about you know right i, I don't know I'll, I'll check it out i'm curious check it out the, and, the, and the, tell the, me if that's something that would even yeah i mean again nobody watches movies and nobody pays for movies anymore so it doesn't matter but in the days of the wrestler where mickey rourke like that was his comeback by basically playing himself as a wrestler do you know what i mean right and coming back in the exact same way as this character that he was playing like it could be a cool wave because he might be coming back a little bit not totally right but he might be on some kind of crest does he do a podcast or anything he doesn't he should yeah well he like, should but if, he's, if he's, he's that good he's just super he's actually super busy with stuff with like documentaries and all this stuff that he does I, you and know, wasn't he's, he here he's recently still, like i thought i yes. heard him on the radio and he was doing maybe yes. dead crow comedy club mm-hmm. down here yeah um so yeah if, anyway, I, if, I, if I knew you were a, a huge Polly shore fan i know we isn't gone. crazy it's real it's really i've crazy. always been uh i've always been weird I you, know that that and like, Brendan Fraser for you. Oh, Brendan Fraser. God. I'll take him bloated. I'll take him bald. Yeah. Was it was it uh, no. Encino Man <laughs> that, that got you for both of those guys at the same time? No, it was um, School Ties for Brendan Fraser. Uh-huh. And then for Polly Shore, it actually was Biodome. Biodome. Um, or. Oh, no. Encino Man is the one I was talking about. Oh, Encino Man was. Brendan Fraser and Polly Shore. Yeah, and then Biodome was what got me for Polly Shore. Okay, I I my sciatic, my oh, sciatic. Oh God, <laughs> we used a uh, a Polly Shore reference in in uh, Matt's book. Uh, Did you? Yeah, in the army now. 
Okay, yeah. I don't know if you were a fan of that movie, too. I was not, but he said that's one of the movies that was the end for him. I can see he that. He made the wrong decision. I can definitely see that. He, um, he was choosing between, between two, and he said he made the wrong decision. But you, know, you never know. I, it's funny, man. It's tough. Like I, I've had good friends who were famous come to me at different points over projects, and... They say the same thing, like, hey, man, do you think I should do this movie or shouldn't have done this movie? And I, it's, it, it depends on your level of fame. Pauly Shore at that time, as fucked up as it sounds, your choices matter. Mm-hmm. So if you make the wrong choice it, 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 kind of a couple times in a row, you're out, and you're going to be out hard. Like, it's, it's not going to be... Uh, you're out hard. Especially and- when you're that type of persona, mm-hmm. like a fucking... Because I, I compare... Yes. And I compare <laughs> him to Ernest. Yes. Ernest T. Bass. Like, oh, as a kid, <laughs> those Ernest movies were fucking massive. And especially, I'm from Georgia, so it was like, right. all right, cool. Um, and, and, you know, I, I also put Larry the Cable Guy in that same category where it's like, all burnt right. Out. You're burnt out on it. Yeah. yeah. You burn out on that shtick mm-hmm. and, it, and it's done. So you you have to make really, really great decisions or you're fucked. Well, um, that this was back in the day of like three picture deals, though. So like it, yes. it's not your choice. So he had a three picture deal with Disney. Right. So it's not exactly his choice well, whether to, to burn choose, out or not though. You get to choose which which movie you want to do. They don't just make you do a movie. So Okay. So you have to listen to this interview I will, then I will. because he, he's saying he, they they made him do it? No, but well, uh, kind of <laughs> kind of he the um the head of Disney or somebody like he wanted to do another movie. And the head of Disney didn't want him to do it, so he bought that script and shelved it because they had so much money. Back the head of Disney, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so which, that he which, would do the movie that they want. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, they, and they, by the way, they did that all kinds of crazy they shit. They Used to do that all the time, buy scripts and then shelve them, just e- so that well, just so that other other studios couldn't get them. Yes, or if they had their own project that was very similar to that, like. Mm-hmm. They would do that and shelve it. Uh, it's crazy. Now, if you're though. trying to force an actor into doing another movie uh, with a studio deal, yes, you you could buy you could buy out that other script and shelve it. Or as an actor, he could say, "All right, great, I want to wait a couple movies and do the next one." Oh, okay, and he didn't. Well, and right. you know, he said too. He's like, "I just like to work. I like going to set." Yes, and that's and the, I didn't want to sit it out, and I didn't want to. But that's the biggest problem when you're. At that level, your choices matter. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and he was, you know, the last young and the last friend of mine who asked me this advice was he had just finished doing, I'm not going to say who it was because there was a lot of people in this movie, so it could be anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember the Mike Myers movie, The Love Guru? Yes. Yes. So my buddy, a friend of mine who was trying to, I, like, he was working his way up and getting getting relatively big. Like you would you would know definitely who he is now. He still works a lot. Okay. Um, but he after finishing that was just like, oh boy. Mm. And I saw him uh, ironically at, at like the MTV Movie Awards. Um, okay. And I ran into him and he goes, uh, "Hey man, like and that and the reason why I say that it's not like oh how cool am I at the MTV Movie Awards? It's that that's like a fun light event." You don't expect friends to come up to you and have like a super dark conversation in the middle of like an after yeah, party. Yeah, you're just getting like, fucking wasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you're like, wait, what? And yeah. he's like, yeah, man, I fucking, I, I get a, I, man, I think I made the wrong choice. And I was like, oh boy. But I, I told him, I was like, look, you're not famous enough right now. 
I'm like, you're. Ca- I, I was honest. He's I was like, look, dick. you're no, no, no. But fuck, uh, look, I. If you would have at the time offered me, I would have been a love guru. Like, sure. What would, what would have done that fucking movie? I go. Sure. That's what I told him, and I was like, dude, you're not at that level, so it's not going to fucking matter. Right. But you start to be the guy when when you're the guy and you're carrying the movie, mm-hmm. and it fucking bombs. It comes down on you and 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 no one else. Like you take in the army now. I don't know who directed that movie. I don't know who wrote that movie, right. but I can tell you for 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 goddamn sure that Pauly Shore, Pauly Shore was, was the lead of it, and that was it. Like, yeah. that's that's the fucking what was it jury, ship. jury duty? Yeah, jury duty. Uh, God, there was a Encino Man, Biodome. Like, there was a good run. He had a good yeah, had a run good of run. leads in movies for mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, the the biggest problem I would have with that is age, where if you burn out that young. What do you do the rest of your life? Yeah. So I think that was the thing because now he's 50. Right? He's got to be. He's he got to be 50. He's yeah. 50. Yeah. Um, or no, sorry. I don't is even, he older? I, no, he's not 50 yet. Oh, boy. Uh, this is uh, this is the Morgan. We, we, we should just pre-record a Morgan Freeman voice. Oh, no. Yeah, for when Jesse can't think of stuff. But oh, he's not she goes. 50 yet. Uh, how... Uh, he's. I would say he's got to be close to. He's forty nine. Forty nine. Yeah, okay. So he was talking about his fiftieth birthday. Sorry. It's, yeah, it's coming I up. In, it he's, he was born on February first, so it's coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Um, but a young, you know, like no kids, never married. So you're. Yep. You're not. You don't seem fifty. No. You know. No. Like he can and, still have like this crazy career ahead of him. I don't know. I don't know. How does he look now? How does he look these days? He looks like. Polly Shore, but like a little bit older. He dresses fucking like silly, but kind of cool. He's not like fat. Now I'm gonna have to go see this. I'm fascinated by this. I'm, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm gonna become obsessed with this interview now and go go. I know, and not so much the interview. Like I said, check out this um this documentary. It's about him. It there's a, a li- it's a little bit dark in that he's moving his mom out of her house and she's losing it, and she's like one of the biggest. What's the name of the documentary? all alone or on my own i can look it up right now while i'm telling you but um because mitzi shore is one of the biggest influencers of comedy yes yes um that the stand-up comedy world Uh, absolutely and for 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 those yes for for those who don't know she owns the comedy store on uh on the sunset strip in los angeles look i've i've dude i've done stand-up there everybody has done Mm stand-up there if you're in your she career made talent she yes yeah. if if you were a stand-up comedian at any point in your career you hope to do the comedy store like still still to this day shit uh, fuck somebody asked me to do the comedy store fucking next week i would do it mm-hmm. like um it's it's that big of a deal in la and it's it's a great cool spot that you can feel like when you're in there you feel it where you're like man if i don't do well tonight like I'm yeah. this is going to stick with me forever. But and back in the like day, Mitzi Shore would be like, she would choose the comics. Um, so she, she would choose and groom comics. So you would yes. go and you would be like, you love a, the word groom. I know. I love it. Like, and a, like even a at the store, even at the grocery store today, I, I did self checkout and I was just like, I'm just being groomed. <laughs> and I just thought that in my mind, I know where you didn't, I wasn't even with you. And I know you didn't go to Aldi. No, um, no, no, you can't. No. They're not. They're not grooming you at Aldi. No, no. Uh, but what's uh, uh, what were you going to say? I'm sorry, I, I cut you off. Slow. Oh, uh, Pauly Shore stands alone. But um, 
is the documentary. Okay. Polly Shore, Sam's one. Um, basically, oh, uh, yeah. So it's kind of about him moving his mom, who's like a legend, but she's losing. She's older, and her mind's kind of going, whatever. So it's the idea of like him kind but of it's taking true, over. Right? It's not a. It's not like a mockumentary. It's a document- no, it's okay. a real documentary about like he doesn't make mockie. Still, again, having a hard time with Polly Shore doing something serious. Oh my serious. gosh, I'm telling something you, you serious. have to yeah. see it. I really I liked it, and so he's going on tour, and then he's he's a he's niche, right? So there's people that go see him. There's, I mean, people that are huge fans, and he kind of hangs out with them and befriends like this like bigger girl fan, and they like hang out, and he just like goes to Denny's with her and stuff, and. It's this, it's really interesting. Okay. Okay. And, um, you know, like I said, I already <laughs> liked him and it may be super unpopular, but I don't know. Yeah. Jesse, your, your love of nineties oh, my God. is just so Do deep. I ever care? No, you don't care. Do I ever care? You and really it's not care. ironic at all. Uh, like I, my love is real. I'm not trying to be fucking cool at all. I know, I know. Or like, I, I, I like I are. like the eighties. No, or you like, really it's are. Re- you are a, a diehard nineties. Dude, I get it. You and uh, Jared, my, Jared Taylor, same way. <laughs> um, that's, that's serious. You guys are stuck in the. You love the nineties. Um, I will say this: looking at Polly Shore's credits, I remember going to the theater as a kid, seeing Son-in-Law and, and liking it and being like, "Yeah, oh, Son-in-Law." Yeah. That was another one. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I would. I would chill like we would hang out like we would all have like a good time. He's just like chill. Maybe next he time likes he likes to party. Look, he likes vagina. Like that's just it. Yeah. Well, next time he's in town, uh, maybe we can get him on the show for real. Like I'll, I'll I mean, call. That'd be awesome. And I think he would. Like he's he's I, a I have an in, like I, that yeah, too. I have an in with his rep. I could I could call and and get yeah, him on the show. Yeah, he's in town doing yeah. like Dead Crow or he something. He did. Uh, he he did. I heard him on the radio here last time he was here. Yes. Um. So we, we could get him on the show for sure. That would be a cr- like be a, a good for get. you. Yeah, I think you'd be too nervous. I would not. He's chill, dude. I, I think you'd be uh, <laughs> under the bright lights. No, I I definitely oh, when Bobby, I see documentaries chill. of people, like I feel like I know them. So like I'm one of those people that are like, yep, we're friends. We would totally be friends. <laughs> so I wouldn't be nervous. I'd just be like, hey, what's up? And he would be like, um, hi. <laughs> Do I know you? And I'm like, yeah, I know everything about you, dude. Like, <laughs> let's chill. Um, so it'd be real weird, but I wouldn't be yeah. nervous. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should have him and OJ on at the same time, and it'd just be this really cool mashup. Uh, oh boy, that, <laughs> I, that OJ show is a standalone for me. Yeah, I'm not allowed. I'm sweet sister. Not that I'm not allowed to do it, but I don't want to. Sweet sister. That that would be a standalone show for me and Oge just to reconnect. It's been a long time. Um, let's get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? The revolutionary figure of the day goes out to Jack Wordson and Percy Crawford. You ever heard you ever heard those names? No. No? Um, they are actually the first two televangelists in oh. the United States. Should I know them? No, no, you shouldn't. They weren't famous. 1949. Oh, no, 1949. Duh. Definitely weren't alive. How were they televangelists then? They they uh, they switched on... over to TV broadcasting. I could oh. see that back in the day. Look, you had what three channels back in the day? Like, oh, okay. and I'm sure you had Sundays and everybody was going to church. So, yeah, I, I'm sure they were doing you know sermons at home. I wonder how they fucking did. They didn't do it as well as Osteen. I can tell you that much. I'll tell you that much for a goddamn fact. Yeah. Um. 
fucking Osteen, that son Ugh. of a bitch. W- w- what do you think? Where's your he mom? Has a Where, where's? Let me ask you. Too. Yeah, of course he is. Super high on the charts. Yeah, of course, because there's all these fucking people Ugh. that believe in this fucking faker. What do I think? What you were gonna ask me something? Yeah. What do you think about? Uh, over under that he does he he'll, he opens up that church for for people in need. I think he's got to now, right? I, he has to. I personally think so, but I also think like I think he's I th- he's he's now. I think he cares about his image and his money enough that he'll do it. One would think. Yeah. So I'm gonna say yes. Okay. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say he's. You gonna say he doesn't. What no, is he gonna do? No. Just I, hide. I think he's going to uh, have a fucking sermon about it uh, next Sunday, and then open up the church doors for that, so people can come in and pray. But I don't think he's gonna take anybody. That's my guess. Okay. But look, you I, I, are I, usually right. I, I hate to admit it. Eh, not really. I, I missed that McGregor call. I did not see that one coming. I think n- literally no one, no no one, one did, had but. the right answer. Not one no, person. No. So that one was just. But I was like, wrong. I was wrong on that one, and uh, okay. I, I'm I'm not usually that far off. Mm. But that 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 one I was wrong on. Maybe maybe Joel. I mean, look, he's trending currently right now as we're on the air. Number no, one on Twitter. He he's number one on Twitter in the that. world. I I think he's gonna get buried from this and these fucking bullshit tweets. Even I I retweeted at him and I was just like, yo, come on, bro, open up the fucking doors. You know. I mean, I I also I mean, I would like Beyonce to give a couple bucks. I but, think she will. Um, that, okay. Like that one, I would bet on. Not okay. the Olstein one. All right, the, the I'm gonna one, say I got, he. I got no. I'm gonna say he cares about his image too much. I think he's to gonna have a, a huge uh, sermon okay. on Sunday, and uh, and we'll see. All right, we will see. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, motherfucker. Motherfucker. This was fun. This fucking flew by tonight. Uh, welcome back, James. You, you're missed. Thank you. Um, I heard you guys. I heard you, and yeah. I'm back. Yep, loud and clear. <laughs> loud and clear. Did we even get any? To be real, do we get one message about me? No, <laughs> no I, don't think, I don't think one person. Don't think one person. Oh wow, that, that feels good, you guys. <laughs> feels real good. It feels good. Feels good. Uh, love you. <laughs> Welcome back, James. We love you. For James Against the Machine, I am Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night.